Okay, so today we're looking at Detective Comics number 59, published in January of 1942, finally. On the cover, we have Robin looking through a window. Inside the room, there's Batman fighting three ducks. One of them is already passed out on the floor. Or maybe that's a lamp. And he's hitting the other two simultaneously. One he must have elbowed backwards because he's flying backwards. The other he must have punched forward because he's flying straight at the window. He looks like he's going to hit his head on the wall. On the inside cover, we have the Penguin. He's standing in front of a brick wall holding a gun and an umbrella. Not by the handle, though. By the middle of the umbrella stick. Behind him, on the wall, there's a poster that says... Wanted, Mr. Penguin. And then there's just a picture of a penguin. Dead or alive. Our titular heroes, Batman and Robin, are tiny on this cover. They're hanging off the penguin's umbrella, attempting to take him down. Batman's swinging in, anchored to the top of the umbrella. And Robin's creeping up on one of the umbrella sections. So the comic starts out with a penguin catching a train. He hasn't bought a ticket for this train, so he has to run along the side and catch on to one of the cars. He gets his umbrella hooked around the entrance and pulls himself inside. He has successfully boarded the train. But when he gets inside, he realizes he's not the only person on the train. There are at least two other people in the train. He's all, oh no, I didn't think I'd have company. And they're all, yeah, well, you do. What do you call yourself? And he's like... I'm not going to tell you what I call myself, but I can tell you what you call yourselves. Lefty Larry and Mike the Tramp, wanted for murder and arson. One of them is like, I'll tear you apart. And he goes to rush the penguin, but the penguin shoots him with his umbrella and he's all, no, I don't want to be torn apart. The guys are defeated and upset and they ask the penguin who he is again. He introduces himself this time. He calls himself the Penguin. A couple more guys pop out of the shadows and they're all, Wow, the Penguin, he's such a big shot. He's really cool. But one of them is like, He may be a big shot, but I'm worth more. If you turned me into a police station, you'd get $10,000. Another one's like, Well, if you turned me in, you'd get $15,000. The penguins all, oh, would you? Well, that's pretty cool. So if I turned you into the authorities, I'd get lots of money. And the guys in the car are like, hey, wait a second, you can't do that. That's against the rules. But the penguin assures them that, yes, he does know that turning them in is against the rules. Instead, he proposes a deal. The comic narration tells us that the deal takes a couple minutes to explain, but they're able to explain to us in just one panel. The Penguin's going to turn these guys in at their various wanted spots. He's going to get the money for turning them in, and then he's going to break them out and they'll all share the money. All the thugs think this is a great idea, and the plan is set. Meanwhile, on the very same train, just a few cars back, Bruce Wayne and Dick Grayson are sitting on a train seat, enjoying the ride. Bruce is all, yes, we're finally on vacation. Bruce, you've taken like four vacations since I met you, but I suppose it has been two years. Dick's all, everything's so nice and peaceful. And then he looks out the window and he's like, oh no, the penguin. Bruce is all, what, where? He looks out, but he can't see the penguin. When they get off the train, he's all, 
you know what, Dick? It could have been a mistake, but we're going to proceed like it's not a mistake. We're looking for the penguin. And Dick's all, yeah, I want to get my hand on that tub of lard. Personally. The penguin isn't at the train station, though. He's in a clearing in a nearby jungle. The comic informs us that a jungle is the term used for a clearing near a railway where tramps congregate. The penguin is explaining his plan again, presumably to more people. And all these people love it, too. They're like, wow, what a setup. And one of them comes forward and he's like, hey, I have a bounty on my head just five miles away. The penguin's all, hey, that's great. Let's start now. So that night, at the police station five miles away, Penguin, dressed all respectable-like in his white suit, purple bow tie, and long black coat, takes this man in. He's all, I have brought this man to the police as I am a concerned citizen, and I would like my reward now. The police are all, wow, that's so cool. Thank you, mister. We'll happily give you the reward. They give him the reward, and he walks out the door, counting his money. Even later in the night, the penguin comes back to the police station. He drops a little pellet on the ground, and then all the police people there start getting sleepy. They're all, I can't keep my eyes open, and then they fall over asleep. And the guy in the prison cell escapes. The next day, this whole incident is big news. A paperboy passes Bruce Wayne, shouting, Hunted criminal escapes jail after being turned in by fat little man. Read all about it. Bruce Wayne really wants to read all about it, so he buys a paper, and he tells the kid to keep the change. Probably bought it with a nickel, so I guess that's three cents. You could have bought a paper twice, Bruce. He reads all about it, and then he decides to investigate some more. He goes down to the police station, where the guy was turned in, and he talks to the officer. He's all, tell me about that guy who claimed the reward for that person he brought in. And the police officer's like, I don't know, he was a well-dressed, chubby little egg. And very polite. You know, he reminded me of a bird. Bruce is all like, I see. One more question. Is there anywhere thugs like to hang out around here? And the police guy is like, no, not really. But there is a clearing they hang out like five miles from here. Then Bruce has got all the information he needs and he leaves. That night, pretty late at night, Bruce Wayne and Dick Grayson dress up as Batman and Robin and go to beat up the people at that clearing. It's a good few hours later, so I hope they had a good day of vacation first. When they get there, all the thugs are there as well as the penguin. They start grabbing people and beating them up. While Batman's beating up one guy, the rest of the thugs kind of shuffle the penguin to the back and they're like, We can't leave you to be beaten up by Batman. You're the brains of this operation. But even though the penguin is being protected, Batman and Robin easily take out the guys defending him. Then, it's just the penguin left, and Batman runs at him. Penguin takes out his umbrella, and he's like, You fought so well, I'm super impressed, but I deeply regret. And then he sprays them with sleeping gas, and he says that it must come to an end. Batman and Robin duck out of the way, but they still get hit a little. Some of the thugs in the clearing also get hit. The penguin grabs the couple guys who are still awake, and they all run back to the train and get back on. It doesn't take long, though, for Batman and Robin, in their splendid physical condition, to shake off the sleeping gas. And they run back to the train, too. They make it just in time, and manage to clamber onto the train before it drives away. But they're caught off guard, because as soon as they get onto the train, they're both hit in the head. Not by blackjacks, just by wood. 
the penguin's like, all right, men, tie him up. One of the men tying them up is like, but penguin, aren't you going to kill them? And penguin doll, you know what? Yeah, you tighten those ropes and then hang them up by their ankles on those hooks. These are my personal enemies and they deserve a painful death. Batman and Robin are hung upside down and all the blood rushes to their head to kill them. Fun fact, when you pass out from having not enough blood in your head, that's called a blackout. But when you pass out from having too much blood in your head, that's called a red out. Batman and Robin are gonna red out, oh no! Then the Penguin and his thugs get off the train and book it. They don't want to be on the same train as Batman, even if he is dead. Fortunately, Batman and Robin shake off the head knocks before they red out. And when they wake up, they discover themselves hanging in the air. They're all, oh no, and they start swinging around trying to get out. Batman swings himself up to a hook. He's gonna try to cut his arm bonds off on it, but he misses. He wiggles even more to the greatest of his abilities and just manages to get his hands over the hook. He snaps off his wrist ropes and then he's able to free himself. After he's free, he frees Robin and they both jump off the train. Robin's like, what now, Batman? And Batman's like, I have an idea. Let's go home. Poor you two, your vacation's totally ruined, just like every vacation you go on. Ever. It takes two more days for another development to surface. This time, the Penguin's turning in another man named Big Nose. He gets his money and he leaves, but that night he comes back. He comes back with a sack and some packages. And the guy running the jail is all, you're here again? And the Penguin's like, you know, as a prime upstanding citizen, I felt it was my duty to turn that guy in. But as a bleeding heart, I felt the need to come back and deliver these guys some tasty food. The officer's all, all right, fine, but I have to look at all the things. You know, it's regulation. The penguin seems to have brought a cake, some apples, some grapes, and a banana. He unwraps it all and he's all, and don't forget to take the file out of the cake. The officer thinks this is hilarious. He flips his head up and slaps his knee and he's all, ha ha, that's a good one. Then another guy claps the penguin on the shoulder and he's all, ha ha, we gotta tell the chief. The penguin looks very affronted here. His hat and monocle fly off and he even drops his umbrella. He gathers all his stuff up and he starts delivering it to the prisoners. He tells such good jokes that the police officers are in hysterics the whole way through. And finally he hands the cake to the guy he brought in. He's all, no hard feelings, right? And the guy's like, sure. But when the officers leave, Big Nose tears apart his cake. Honestly, it kind of just looks like white fluff. But there's a black thing in the middle, which I think must be a file, otherwise the setup wouldn't make any sense. Now, even though the Penguin's seen plenty of success, back in Gotham City, Batman's plotting against him. He deduces the Penguin's awesome plan immediately. He's all, he's turning them in and then breaking out and they all split the reward. Now that Batman knows the plan, he's able to take countermeasures and he opens the door to his secret lab. In his secret lab, he doesn't just keep chemicals and stuff, he also keeps boxes. Boxes of information on different criminals. He pulls out a couple sheets, and they're the sheets of some of the guys he saw with the penguin. We can identify Big Nose, Mike the Tramp, and Lefty Lewis, all wanted in different places. Even though Batman knows generally where the penguin will have to go, he doesn't know where it'll turn up next. 
he and Robin decide to take a break and listen to the radio for a bit, because radio was the only interesting thing you could do in the 1940s. And they're lucky they decided to turn it on, because they just got a, we interrupt this broadcast for Big Nose Murphy, who just escaped jail. And Batman's all, listen. They trace Big Nose Murphy back to where he was wanted, in Memphis. And Batman's all, Memphis, that's pretty close to Arkansas, where another one of those guys was wanted. And so, they climb into their bat plane and fly off to Arkansas. A couple hours later, in Arkansas, a concerned citizen is putting a criminal in jail. The policeman gives the penguin his requisite money, and as he's walking out the door, he sees the bat plane land right in front of the station, and he's all, Oh no! turns around making a face like he just bit into a lemon, and the police guy is all, what's wrong? Then the penguin sprays him in the face with tear gas, and he's all, my eyes! And the penguin and the guy he was turning in both escape with the money. But Batman and Robin are right on their tail. The penguin runs through the officers, whacking them with his lead-handled umbrella until he gets to the top of the building, where he sprays liquid lead down on Batman and Robin. They aren't hit, though. They dodge. But while they're in cover, the penguin takes the opportunity to jump off the roof and float down on his umbrella. That's a little more cartoon logic than we usually see, but whatever. He and his thugs get into their car and they drive away. But Batman's in a plane. He's faster. He follows their car all the way out to a dock. The penguin and his thugs look up at the bat plane and they're all, we can't escape the bat plane in a car. They get to the end of the dock and they jump onto a boat. The penguin points his umbrella at the people on the boat and takes them hostage. Then they start driving away in the boat, but that's not a problem for Batman. He just puts his bat plane in stabilization mode and climbs down onto the dock. But Batman and Robin are absolutely pathetic in this comic because they get knocked out right away, right away. It's almost like you didn't get any training at all, Batman, if the penguin can beat you up. Now that Batman and Robin are well and truly not, the thugs throw them out into the river. They sink below the surface. And, although we the audience see that they come up mere seconds later and grab onto the water wheel at the back of the boat, the thugs don't see anything. Instead, they think Batman and Robin have gone under for good. They think they're dead. That lasts for all of three seconds until the water wheel turns to the top again and Batman and Robin use its momentum to jump over the side. This time, they've taken the thugs by surprise and are able to beat them all up. Robin throws one in a barrel, and Batman goes off to face the penguin alone. The penguin has no fisticuffs, as he calls it, so he has to use a weapon. He pulls a sword out of his umbrella handle and starts slashing at Batman. Batman ducks out of the way a couple times and starts to make the penguin really angry. He's all... Curse your slithering form! Can't you stay still? Batman does not stay still. Instead, he grabs a mop and starts trying to sword fight the penguin. Now, we all know Batman can sword fight, but sword versus mop isn't going to go well for anyone, and the mop is cut in half. The penguin waves his sword at Batman, and he's all, The hot breath of doom at your throat, Batman! And Batman takes the opportunity for a witty comeback, where he goes, Hot breath! Then this mop will clean away some of your hot air, and he slaps the penguin in the face with the rag end of the mop. The penguin just goes, oop, and sputter. He throws his umbrella sword wildly at Batman, but misses. Now he's extremely outclassed, and he has no choice but to retreat. He jumps all the way off the boat into the river. 
suppose he's a penguin, though, so he'll be fine. Batman and Robin don't think of that. Instead, they round up the rest of the thugs and arrest them as they fly away in their bat plane that we never saw the face of. They discuss what's happened to the penguin. Batman's all, Do you think this is the end of the penguin? Do you think we'll ever see him again? And Robin's all, I don't know. I got a funny feeling, though. It may not be the end of the penguin, but it is the end of the comic. It closes out with a final piece of narration asking us if we think the penguin really could be alive in the Mississippi River, and a little drawling next to it of a penguin. What about you? Do you think he'll come back to terrorize Batman and Robin once again? I think he will. The end. <laughs>